Life Gym. I'm Kev Martin, life coach and speaker. And in this episode, we have our second guest appearing on our show. Now, John is a professional coach and yoga teacher, sharing leadership and coaching skills integrated with mindful meditation techniques in New York City. He has since taught over a thousand yoga classes, hundreds of coaching sessions, and over a thousand training hours encompassing professional coaching, leadership development, and yoga. Johnny, welcome to the Kev? Life Gym. Kev, thank you so much for having me. Listen, man, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on board. I'm so, you know, the, my listeners are, you know, I always use those two words. I'm so excited, right? But I truly am excited to have you on board. Oh, Kev, I, once I saw that this podcast was going live, I had to be a part of it. it there was just something, <laughs> there was something very strong about it. And I said, you know what? I got to reach out to Kev. <laughs> I want on Life Gym now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and listen, I'm so happy you did because when, you know, we'll get into this a bit later, but when you mentioned, you know, what we're going to be discussing today, it, it was the perfect fit. You know, as I said to you, you know, Life Gym is all about storytelling and the how, you know, lots of people give advice and, but no one really tells you how. All these motivational quotes and stuff, but no one says, Okay, that's nice but how do i do this you know how do i get to the next point so listen i'm so so excited i think this is going to be brilliant that you know i've sort of spoken to quite a few people about this this particular podcast and lots of people are looking forward to this one i'm happy to hear it and I, i'm looking forward to being a part of this as well i'm looking forward to sharing this that's one of the purposes of the life gym, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the main purpose, mate. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know what was interesting, mate? I was um, taking some notes, and it's the same book that I had in New York when we met a few years back. And when I was taking, when I was doing my notes, um, a leaf fell out. And I know everyone's probably thinking, did he just say a leaf fell out of his book? Yes, it did. And that was the same leaf that, I don't know if you remember, but we were in Manhattan, Bryant Park, and we were talking, we were having this powerful conversation and this leaf just dropped right in between us. And I remember saying to you, Johnny, I'm, I'm going to keep this to remember our conversation and this moment right here. Um, do you remember that? Kevin, I remember that moment distinctly. I remember the seats. Now, I know you're back in London now, but I still <laughs> cross through Bryant Park quite a bit. Nice. And I see those same, that same curb and chair we were sitting on. Mm. It's almost, it's almost like I recreate, I can recreate that moment each time I enter that park. Yeah, no, that's, that's, it's nice to hear that, you know, you're, you're going past or through it every single day or most days. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so when that fell out, it, again, real shift of emotion for me. And I just felt like I remember the conversation and it's powerful. And, and what showed up for me was the, you mentioned something about hijacking your perspective. Ah, yes, yes. I remember this well. And, okay. and quick rewind, that conversation, what we, I had that conversation with you at a pivotal moment mm. in my life, like, and it's connected to what I remember about hijacking perspective. Mm. You know, at the time, and I had just met you a few months before that, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, yeah. Yeah. And I had just came out of making this big decision 
in my life. And this decision was, it was, it was the biggest decision I've made outside of, you know, getting married to my wife. This was like literally the second biggest decision I ever made and Mm. the most impactful. And that conversation I had with you, that conversation was right as I started to make sense of it all. And (laughs) that's where I had, you know, like it was almost like through all those months that perspective, like new perspective was created Mm. when I was speaking with you because it was like, yeah, you know, looking back at that time, my whole being was hijacked. Uh, I guess to give a little context for uh, the listeners, I had been working on on Wall Street for in the financial sector for about uh, close to 10 years. Wow. And, yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and let me say first and foremost, that job served me so well. I am very <laughs> grateful. <laughs> I'm very grateful for the opportunity I had. A, yeah. a lot of people... Um, a lot of people, you know, Wall Street gets a bad rep um, if for many reasons that it should. Uh, 99% of the people on Wall Street are inherently good people. Qu- mm. Quite intelligent, some genius, like, but really good people. And I am internally grateful for having those people. Some of those people still in my life today. Yeah. Okay. But at the time, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about that. I was only thinking about money, mm. job titles. How do I keep up it with the Joneses, if you will? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, this person made this title. This person made that title. How do I get that title? Why am I not yeah. progressing in certain ways? This was after the financial crisis as well. It, it, a whole and, another and, story for another time. But. No, yeah. And just real quick. So, I mean, this, this is so powerful because the, the thing about this, right, is lots of people who are listening to this – they would so resonate with, with, with what you've just said. And, and the reason why is because it's almost like you get to a certain point and you want more, whether that's at work or, mm-hmm. or at school, you know, someone has something you want and, or, or the neighbors are doing something. You think, God, you know, I, I need to do that as well. Um, but specifically around the corporate world where, you know, the amount of pressure that we're put under, you know, and, and when you say chasing titles, lots of people are going to be like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. That makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and we've all at certain point in our lives, we all have to acknowledge we've done this in some capacity, <laughs> maybe not exactly in the corporate world, but yeah, there, yeah. there's always been a, a chase for something. It, yeah. It's in the very heartbeat of even like capitalism, the, yeah. the chase for it. And, and you can get lost in that. Yeah. You can get lost in that chase, even if everything's going okay. Mm. Uh, that's sort of what happened with me. Uh, yeah. For okay. for a while, you know, for seven years, it was uh, self care was out the window. Mm. Uh, forget about being healthy, eating right, any of that. That was out the window. The, it was almost uh, just the grind of going in every day making the deadlines, making sure that everything was, everything was done in a timely order. There's not a lot of room for, I, I would say this, for some people, venture a lot of people, there's not a lot of room mm. for awareness of yourself, awareness of self-care when you're doing that every single day. Yeah. And yeah, um, so that's the part of my life I feel 
was sort of hijacked, not by anybody else, but myself. <laughs> you know, I yeah. would love to blame somebody for it. <laughs> yeah. I have nobody to blame. Yeah, and, 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 and we all do, right? And, you know, going back to that point of, like, keeping up with the Joneses and that sort of thing, I mean, you know, trying to, not you, but we're trying to impress people who we really, who has no impact on our lives. What I mean, I mean, they, they're having an impact, but we really don't need to be caring about their opinion or they don't, stay with us they're not home with us they so we chase all these different things for people that we really truly don't really care about or have no connection with apart from you know whilst you're working with them or or if it's a neighbor and you hardly talk to that neighbor because they've put up some you know something new and you want to copy them and we just continuously in this loop so so going back to that then so so you're you're on wall street you're doing your thing and what happened what happened yeah so, uh, so at some point throughout this process, um, I, I find yoga and I'm not here to talk about like the benefits of yoga or anything like no, that, to no, be honest. I, I don't really <laughs> mind. Yeah. You know, like yo, the physical practice of yoga sort of attracted me in some way. Mm. Uh, uh, basically my wife took me to a class and I found a physicality in that physical asana class or the mm. posture class that I went to that was non-existent mm. for the last like seven years. Uh, it Before that, it was just like, I just went to work. I went out, <laughs> partied, go to yeah. whatever, happy hours, see my family on the weekends when I could come home, go to work. There was no physicality there. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden, like I start, I start enjoying this yoga practice. I start, you know, it becomes a priority. Mm-hmm. Yoga has a way of finding you at the right time. Mm. If I, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I said that correctly, but it's like yoga, if you start looking for yoga, you may not find what you're looking for. Mm. And as to what it actually is and also it affects everyone in very different ways Mm. and i have found that it finds people in the right times of life but i as i digress anyway so i find yoga right and then i i stay with it it's a practice Mm. i stayed with a physical practice i do believe that you can get this in other physical trainings too i don't think it's only specific to yoga no it's not i think you can get yeah no i was just gonna say i think you're right and and you know so i think the bit i wanted to sort of understand a little bit more here and i'm I'm sure anyone listening to would want this as well is so you've gone from this guy being you know just driven you know corporate world driven out partying driven you know that sort of thing and jess jess you know your wife um takes you to this class and just real quick tell me you know there's this guy who does all of that and now you're being taken to this class by your wife a yoga class and you're like yeah. what what what's going through your mind at that point <laughs> so she takes me to this advanced yoga class i guess you could put that in quotation and i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm just seeing right i'm seeing people you know manipulate their bodies mm. in very intentful ways uh manipulates not the right word but i see them activating and engaging with themselves like no other like i'm observing the room nobody's yeah. paying attention to anything but the words 
that are coming out of the teacher's mouth mm. and they're moving with it. And there was a rhythm that settled in. There, I, it's like, you, that's it. That's what happened. Yeah. And that rhythm carried on and that rhythm started building momentum in my life. So, mm. and this momentum, it may conjure up specific images, but for me, it was, I began learning and this is specific to yoga. I believe I began learning about how I truly felt about what I was doing in my life. Uh, and it was like, I was living on autopilot. Yeah. Just, you know, and, and, and also living up to other people's opinions. I was mm. letting other people's opinions drive a lot of my decisions for a long time. <laughs> and then, yeah. Right. And then yoga put the attention back on myself and it forced me to acknowledge something wasn't right in my life. Like something was holding me back and I didn't, I, I didn't know what it was. Mm. I, you know, I didn't know what it was. So I just kept, but I just kept practicing. I knew I was learning through the experience that the yoga practice creates. Like as human beings, I hold true to the saying that we learn best through experiential learning. Yeah. And yoga creates that. The physical practice, the mental practice, it creates that. And as I was learning, I had no idea that it was preparing me to make the most impactful decision I was ever going to make up until this point in my life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've been working for, I had been working for a specific job for pretty much 10 years. I like the, it was, I wanted to be a certain at the specific job, the specific title. And that was the old me. That's what the old me wanted, but yeah. I had changed since then, but I was still acting as if my life was still operating as if, Oh no, nothing's changed John. keep doing what you're doing. But I had changed <laughs> and life didn't really catch up with me right away. Right. So all of a sudden I get offered this job and and this is you still at um still on yeah, wall street yeah. right yeah yeah so i had started practicing yoga while i was on wall yeah. street and uh you know aside from you know getting my body in shape which was i believe the reason why i was able to make this decision um mm -hmm. getting toxins out of my body making sure i was eating right all of that stuff i you know i so basically i got offered a job that i've been working for for 10 years, Kev, 10 years been working for this job. And I had to say, no, I, ha I literally had to turn it down. Okay. So hang on and a sec. This is big, right? So, you know, you're working towards this. This is, this, you know, this is the moment of truth. You've been working towards this title. We're saying job, but really it's a job with, with a, a, a prestigious title, right? Um, how did you feel when this job comes up? You're, you're feeling the shift. You're feeling this, this crazy energy that, like you said, you woke up and this, this, this job comes, this is what you want. You've always wanted. How did that make you feel when you, you said you turned it down? I felt completely, I, a loss for words is an mm. understatement. I, I actually can't describe it any other way than I just wanted to die. Wow. I wanted to no longer be 
Like I just, I couldn't, it was, the feeling was so strong. I couldn't, it was like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't process it. It was just like, oh my God, like, what did I just do? Mm. But I knew it was like, right. The one I knew it was right. Cause the one thing I knew was that I would have regretted this decision later on in life. I would have, there was a couple of other things going on that, I wouldn't have been able to take advantage of had I taken that job. Mm -hmm. And I would have always regretted that. But in that moment, Kev, I felt disempowered. I felt mm -hmm. like I did something very wrong. <laughs> I felt like I put myself, my wife at a disadvantage. I felt, and again, these are all other people's opinions. Like these are, you know, like these are other people's opinions that I've been, you know, bowling around my head, like society yeah. kind of molds you a certain way sometimes to do something a certain way, set up that way. And going against that grain was the hardest thing I ever did. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually probably the first time I ever made a conscious decision yeah. aside from, you know, aside from like, you know, proposing to my wife, that like, um, was a very conscious moment, <laughs> but everything else in between, I don't think was. Yeah. And listen, I would hope that was a conscious moment, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when you proposed. Right. Yes, right. right? So, but, but the yeah. thing is this, right. You know, two things. One, um, you'd mentioned sort of sleepwalking through. So, so, so here what's happening right now, as, as you stand there and you, you've, you, all these feelings are swirling about, you've got, intuitions a lot of people know it as intuition you know as as you know we know it as captain and it's different things but intuition is telling you you have to do this and then um so the listeners are aware of these words when i say saboteur you know this, the voice of self-doubt whatever mm. the word gremlins whatever the gremlins are saying yeah but hang on a sec people are going to say this are you sure this is the job you want and your intuition just told you no and although it did that you, you've got this overwhelming feeling of like, like you said, man, that's so, that's so powerful. Like, I want to die. What have I just done? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, for someone, you know, there, if people that operate on intuition naturally, mm. I applaud you. Yeah. I want to, I want to say, I want to be like, I always want to operate in some way on intuition, yeah. but I'm not, you know, at the time, I had never done it before. So for somebody <laughs> that's never listened to themselves mm -hmm. and never made an action based on their value system, never made a big decision, not these little, you know, every decision counts, but these big monumental decisions in life, we all have to make at some point. Mm -hmm. And if you've never done it before, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. And I don't think it matters about age either. No. I, this could happen to people at 16, 20, 30, 40. This happened at 80, 90 years old, I believe. Mm. Um, you know, to the person that's never been in tune with that before, it's hard. It is. It's hard, and it's not pleasant. It is. It's not pleasant. It, it's uncomfortable, and it's, yeah. what's this feeling, right? And what, you know, and, and there's that, I should trust myself here, but I'm I'm not trusting this is the right thing that I've done. Yeah. It's new, right? <laughs> so so let's link this back. So let's go back. So so yoga it, it, is what you're saying that it's the not so the way that you so you, you were going to yoga and you started to slow down a lot and really 
connect to who you are. And, and I think you said, so you really woke up, consciously woke up and it allowed you to make that decision at that point. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because here's, here's, here's how it helped me. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Through, through yoga and through, you know, I've been blessed with incredible teachers. Uh, I'm here in New York city and you, you know, there's just, there's, there's a, a good group of experienced teachers here that they have the, they know, they, they know what essentially this practice is gearing you up for. And what it did is it created a space for me to observe mm. what was happening. Uh, yoga, because in my specific practice all of the postures whatever they are from the simplest pose to the most advanced pose are preparing you yeah. to be able to sit for an extended period of time still so you could observe what's happening with your body and with your mind mm. and it helps build a muscle that allows you to when you're in reality when you're in life and things are happening yeah. right it allows you to observe what's literally happening right in front of your face mm -hmm. without being at effect to it. Yeah. Um, even if it's just for a second, it doesn't yeah. have to be like, like walking around in a place where nothing's affecting you. It sometimes it, it just helps you create the space to observe what's happening right in front of your face and you can react to it mm. in a way that serves you. You can react to it in a way that will serve the people you lead, the people that you affect. Yeah. That's what yoga did for me. Yeah. And because, it, sorry, go on. Well, I was, I was just going to say, because since that moment, that moment of that conscious decision I made, right. Since that moment, I have been able to serve more people than I ever dreamt of serving. Mm. I have been able to, learn new things that I didn't even know about. Like part of the reason I was able to say no to that, to that decision or to that, to that offer. Part of the reason I was able to say no is because I knew there was new things for me to learn. Yeah. And I would have learned new, I would have learned, I now know looking back on all of this, that it actually wasn't my job that I needed to change. It was my perspective. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> hey, it's a process, right? All right but, yeah. but like, that's not there, right? That, that's the only <laughs> But um, yeah. you know, like, I needed to make that decision to learn from it. I needed to make that decision to open up new opportunities for myself. Yeah. Because I, I knew it was there. I just didn't quite know what it was. Yeah. And you know what's showing up for me as you say this, right? It's It's almost like, the way I can articulate this to you, it, it's, it was like your first act of true self-love. And the way, the reason I'm saying that it's almost like for once, for the first time ever, you decided to put on the oxygen mask before trying to help someone else with theirs. So it, that's, mm. that, that showed up for me so much when you, when you were just, you know, taking us through that, that story, your first true act of self-love, you put on the oxygen mask, look after you first, because then you can go and help someone else and make the right des decisions and choices. So, oh man, listen, that is okay. Cool. So then, okay. So, so where are we now then? What are you, so you've left that job. 
Yes, yes. I, so I left that job. Um, a bunch of things happened in between. However, right now, I've been centering much of my attention towards uh, a company that I, or a company, my own self-business called Mindful Leadership. And this has been taking on different forms. Uh, I believe when we had our conversation in the park, <laughs> it was centered around like simply coaching individuals. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time, I wasn't even thinking about, you know, as far as teaching yoga, right? But like now, looking, moving into today, it's like, wow, like I've been teaching yoga for uh, four years, five years now, consistently. Uh, I've been coaching individuals. And recently, I've been, I actually guest spoke for the first time. Uh, I, I, we yeah, talked sorry. about that. That was something I used to admire <laughs> you about. I, I don't know if you remember, I used to ask you questions like, hey, Kev, you used to speak in front of all these people. How do you do that? Awesome. I, I want to I just state real quickly, that was a part of my life where demystification came up. Mm. And basically, from that point, it's been it's been an evolution of this, but I've been trying to learn as much as I can about what I perceive to be people's natural born talents, if you mm. will. Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned, you said this earlier in the podcast, actually the way to demystify those talents, which are ultimately, I believe skills that are practiced, you know, quite regularly by these people is to do them. You mm. have to do them. You have to try these new things out. I wanted to be a yoga teacher because my yoga teacher inspired me, yeah. but I didn't think I could do all, the, all everything that he did, blah, 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 blah. Right. But I, I, my, through my own evolution, I've learned like, Oh, like I can do this and I can do it in my own way. Mm. I can do it in a way that serves me and serves others. And so now like my mindful leadership has kind of been teaching yoga, coaching individuals, mm. guest speaking, which I never thought would happen. <laughs> I saw the pictures, and, by the way. It looked amazing. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Kev. Thanks, man. And, you know, I thought about you when I took those pictures or when I saw those pictures. And <laughs> there's things coming down the pipeline that mm. I'm not necessarily reaching out for. They're kind of – there's something that happens when you start making these conscious decisions. You start attracting. Yeah. Uh, you start attracting – whatever it is for a business person, it's business. You can attract clients, you can attract emotions, you can attract people, you can attract support. Mm. And that's where I'm at now and enjoying it, learning it. Yeah. And, and you were saying like, I, I remember you saying to me, um, so, you know, when you get into yoga, so anyone listening that's interested in yoga, right? We've been trying it out, I guess. Um, mm. You just two things. So what, well, let me ask you the first thing. So the first thing is, what would your, what, where would you point them? I would point them, depending on where they live. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I would point them towards specific teachers that okay. I know are trained a certain way. And specifically around that, mm. know how to discern, not judge. There, people judge. Yeah. And that there's a space for that. And there's spaces that don't call for it. When someone is learning the yoga practice, I need to know the teachers aren't going to be judging people in their circumstances. Absolutely. I need to know they're going to be discerning in their communication with the student. 
And I, that's where I would point them. Um, it would have to be specific based on location, but I would point them towards experienced teachers that okay. can help guide and start the practice. Okay, cool. Um, and the second thing, and listen, that's brilliant. I think the reason I'm saying that is because the same way when Jess took you to that first session, she obviously knew what she was doing. And, you know, you went through that process and you looked and, you, you know, the way it made you feel and the experiences that you've had. And since then, the actions you've taken has been so impactful that if someone's listening to this, well, whoever's listening to this thinks, well, actually, let me try yoga. What do I do? And mm -hmm. I think that what you're saying there is, you know, let's have a look at the different teachers that are around you in your area. Um, do a little bit of research, maybe in terms of their experience and whatnot, and then just jump into it. Right. Yeah, because it's important. Same with coaches. It's important. You you yeah. want to know that the person you're learning from has experience in not just the technique, but in coaching people. Mm -hmm. um, you you want to know that because it as much as we might want to say this is the this is the criteria. This is the content. This is what you need to know. We're all human beings and human yeah. beings are complex and dynamic. And once this <laughs> practice starts, a lot can change. Mm. You want to be with the teacher that understands that. Yeah. And, and, you know, so I don't do yoga and it's something I've been thinking about for, 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 and I don't mean like everyday thing. I mean, now and again, it pops up and I'm like, oh, should, should I do that? Whenever I see, I see your crazy videos, I'm like, how the hell is he doing that? Well, you're in <laughs> London, right? You're, <laughs> yeah. you're in London. So, you so, know, Mark, Mark Khan, a shout out to Mark Khan. Okay. Um, he's in London. I think you'll find him at Indaba Yoga. I mean, okay. that to me, to me, he's someone who I haven't been able to practice a lot with, but when he's been in New York, I've benefited from him tr tremendously. If you're okay. in New York, uh, you know, Yoshio Hama, I mean, that's my main teacher. He's, to me, he, to me, he's been one of the more integrative, more integrative, more, uh, I'm just losing my word here, but he's been one of the more important teachers yeah. Yeah. in my yoga practice. And as in terms of learning, right. <laughs> so, uh, and there's, there's a bunch of others, too, that, you know, if any of your listeners reach out, it's not just limited to those two, right? Any of your no. listeners reach out, let me know. I'll shoot over. Yeah, yes. Me, you know? so, so what we'll do, obviously, I'll, I'll put your details, you know, in when we post this. Anyway, we'll have that because also, I know you're calling out these other guys, and that's amazing, but it's also <laughs> you, right? If they want to come in. Yeah, <laughs> in that's in right. New York area, right? <laughs> okay. Um, because you know what I found interesting, and like like I was saying, I mean I don't do yoga, but one I have a morning routine, a set morning routine, and I'll be doing a, a session on this when I say a session, a podcast, and at some point, mm. but part of that is um is uh, sort of um, future me, right? And and that's visioning. I do a lot of visioning in the morning, and what I found with that is it it really opens up creativity for me. Um, it my my consciousness just gets expanded with that. Um, and then I start to, to really feel this elevated perspective uh, on everything that's going on right now. Um, and then I start to, it, what happens for me then is if there's any stress, it, that, that just gets reduced. And then I just feel so happy and just the word that shows up is well-being, you know, when I do that. And like I said, I'm not going to go into the, the specific routine, but, you know, it's just the mindfulness and the perspective and 
so when you talk about the way this impacted you it it's such an amazing story because i remember sitting in the park i remember talking to you about this yeah. we're not talking we were literally coaching each other weren't we right yeah i think we were i think and, we were and i think the second um question i had for you was around the type of of yoga that you do because i remember you saying there's some sort of fusion that you do some crazy amazing stuff right yeah <laughs> i'll leave that i'll leave that description up to you but uh but yes uh my the yoga that i that i uh share with people is a fusion of the different teachers i've had over the years mm. um uh, it's an ashtanga yoga dharma yoga and recently i've been adding some of the hot yoga postures into the classes and it's more of a fusion and when for group classes that's primarily what you'll be receiving from me. In private sessions, I tend to blend leadership and some of the coaching skills into mm. the private sessions, depending on what the person wants. Some people literally just want to get handstand. Hey, we just teach handstand, right? Some yeah. people... <laughs> are stuck in certain places and they want to do things. They have vision, they have initiatives. This is where the coaching and mm. leadership uh, paradigm that I operate in really comes into play. And yoga, yoga enhances that. When people yeah. want to do both, I've been observing this now recently since I've been integrating it more. I used to keep them siloed and separate. When people do them together, a lot of a lot of creativity pops up for them, <laughs> yeah. and you, you know I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure of the science behind it. I'm sure there's some study out there somewhere, but mm. there's definitely there's definitely something that happens when people are physically practicing their postures, meditation, overall mm. kindness and gratitude towards other people. Yeah, and that just gets them ready to go do something that serves other people. And ultimately that's what I feel we want as human beings is really yeah. to help serve. Yeah. You know, we're going to tie it back to yoga practice. You know, people talk a lot about enlightenment. I would like to say, as far as enlightenment goes, when you see someone serving another person mm. without any expectation of anything in return, that's enlightenment to me. Oh man, music to my ears. Yeah. I talk about this all the time. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, just be of service. Don't expect anything in return. Just be nice. To me, to me, if you get that, you've attained what you've been, whatever your purpose is here on this earth, just mm. go out and do it at that point. Once you understand that, yeah. go do what you need to do. Yeah. Go I do love it. That. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be on the, beyond the life gym podcast it's i right, i look forward to our i look forward to our next to our next call together yeah no listen anytime and i think what's what's going to happen now is um you know when whenever anyone sort of pulls this podcast up and listens to it you know it really gives, there's so much value here for them and i always say my phrase is there's so much gold and there's so much gold in, in, in this conversation. And the reason I say that is because the story you, sh you, you just shared with us around the experience that you had, I mean, lots of people, like I said earlier, will resonate with that story. Yeah. Um, 
you know and then you know even just given some insight into you know sometimes when people hear yoga they think of something else and it's not that you know mm -hmm. and like you said do your research have a look at the different teachers that's out there and just jump into it right and the yeah. benefits are there for everyone to see right i will say this on to add on to that stay with it, it it's mm. something that you don't do you can experience the benefits after one class you can yeah. experience the benefits quickly but when a lot of times i've seen this where people experience it then they stop mm. old habits creep back in mm. let the practice be a priority yeah. let it be let it be a priority for you as a person mm. to really anchor into and let let there's another saying uh the te the teacher will be revealed when the student is ready so just when it comes to going out and finding teachers yeah yeah, yeah. if you like some of that esoteric stuff the teacher will the teacher <laughs> will find you <laughs> i love that yeah um no that's good so okay so and what's next for johnny what's happening next in Ah, man, what's next for me? Uh, I'm looking forward to, I have a couple of things in the works where I'll be bringing um, a training. I, I tend to blend leadership and mindfulness into a specific training, um, specifically around decision-making processes. Uh, this, okay. is for this is for people in their personal lives or professionals. And I have a couple of... Uh, opportunities lined up they're not fully cemented yet so i don't want to state them until they no, are don't don't yeah but yeah yeah, yeah you know that I'm, I'm a little uh I'm, <laughs> I'm aware of this but um i'm looking forward to bringing mindfulness and leadership into a couple of areas outside of new york city i've been predominantly within new york city and um, mm, okay. i'm looking forward to getting around there and if uh yeah, I might I might have to talk to you a little more about public speaking <laughs> when, that, when those opportunities arise. Listen, the opportunities are definitely coming. I can hear it. I can hear from yeah. the way you're describing it. It's 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 lined up and ready to go, right? So yeah. Um, okay, cool. And if anyone wants to get in touch um, in the New York area, what do they need to do? Uh yeah. It's, um, so you can contact me on my website, johnfitzpatrickcoach.com. Okay, cool. You can, uh, yeah, you can also, I, I'm pretty active on Instagram. I'm not very active on all social media platforms, but yeah. on Instagram, my handle is John underscore Fitzpatrick underscore coach. Lovely. And if, yeah, if you're in the New York City area, you can find me teaching yoga classes in and around the, the city. You know, come up to me after class. I'd love to talk to you. No, that's brilliant. And listen, John, listen, it's an absolute absolute pleasure having you on um it's been it's it's you know just hearing the experience and the process that you went through and that story is so inspirational um mm. and i'm so i'm so grateful that you sh you took the time out just to, to to you know to be on the show and to share that with us so thank, thank you thank you kevin and and thank you as well uh like i said this isn't just some this isn't some business relationship you were there in times where you know looking back like there's people that you'll that you won't necessarily forget but there's people that 
have impact on you. Yeah. Right. They're kind of like mile markers. You're one of those <laughs> mile markers for me. Like no matter where I am, I know like, Oh, at my, you're on the highway. Yeah. I met Kev at mile like, 160. <laughs> I remember what happened there. So yeah. thank you, man. Thank you for your work and everything you're doing for everybody out there. No, I appreciate that. And of course, the last thing for me on this is, you know, I'd love to have you back on to talk about something else. Oh, definitely, man. There, there will be more to come. That's for sure. Okay, great. So, Johnny, listen, thanks again for being on The Life Gym, and we'll speak soon. Definitely, Kev. Thanks. Thanks Cheers. for having me. No problems. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Life Gym series every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram by searching Kevin P. Martin or at kevinpmartin.com.